Hello and welcome everyone to Over and Back. The FEA season is over, and that is sad. Uh, this will be a this will be a light podcast. Won't be too long. Just wanted to recap the season, kind of kind of where we ended up, kind of how we got here, where we started, where we finished. I am going to do a state basketball tournament preview tonight live on YouTube with Evan Flood. So hopefully you guys can catch this episode of Over and Back this afternoon, Monday, and you can tune in tonight, 9 p.m. on YouTube. I'll send out the link via Twitter. Otherwise, if you search the unintentional Evan Flood on YouTube, it will come up. So catch that tonight, 9 p.m. Let's cover the games that happened last week in the FEA. Didn't really mean much, right? Seedings were out. The brackets were out. So sometimes you take it with a grain of salt. Are these, you know, it's probably human nature to just kind of let up a little bit. You don't want to lose. You don't want to lose games. You want to keep winning. You want to, you want to go into the, into the playoffs playing strong and playing well with, with a victory. But sometimes you just never know what you're going to get the last week of the season since all the seedings are decided. And these games essentially do not mean much of anything. Tuesday night, we had Nina beat Oshkosh West. We had Kimberly beat Appleton West. We had Appleton East beat Hortonville. More on that when we get to the power rankings, how the power rankings ended up uh, of the season. Friday, Appleton North beats Oshkosh West. Oshkosh North beats Nina. And then on Saturday, Kakana surprised us all and gave us a live stream. They gave us a live stream. Now, I don't know if it's because it was their last game at home and it was like senior night, so they wanted families to be able to watch. I don't know if it was... It just finally, they just decided, yeah, you know what? Let's throw a live stream on the last game of the year. I don't know why they decided to do it, but they did it. So we all got to watch Fond du Lac, the best team in the FEA, beat Kakana 80-70. to But I do want to thank Kakana for the live stream. So those are your games uh, throughout, the last, throughout the last week. Not, not a ton, not a ton of surprises. I went to the Kimberly Appleton West game. I tell you what, man, I've said this all year. Appleton West has talent. I, I said in the beginning of the year, I think before this evening even started, Ezra Brown is one of the most dynamic guards in the FEA, and I truly believe that. That kid is so hard to cover. I wish they would give him the ball more. I never thought I'd have to say, I said to, I talked to Ezra after, after the game, I said, gotta be, you got to be a little bit more aggressive. And I never thought I'd have to say that to Ezra. I coached Ezra for years. So am I a little biased? Maybe. But he is a tough cover. He is a very, very tough cover. He can get to the to the rim pretty much at will, and he's got some got some nice moves, and he had some very nice moves that night. It was a close game. Kimberly pulled it out at the end, but it was a very, very close game uh, the entire night. Uh, Hornville losing to Appleton East. I, I said during the power rankings that I would move them up from nine if their leading scorer came back. And I said, you know, they lost to, they lost to some of the worst teams without their leading score. Their leading score was back, and they still lost to Appleton East. Remember, in the beginning of the year, or towards the middle of the year, they beat Appleton East by 24. So another loss for Hortonville. And then other than that, really not, not a whole lot. Appleton North is playing well. Oshkosh North got a win over Nina. Nina has not, like I've said it, I think last week, Nina's not looked great towards the end of the season here. And then Fond du Lac just kind of put the stamp on their on their amazing FEA season, uh, beating Kukana by 10 at Kukana. Congratulations to Fond du Lac for winning the FEA. Absolutely. This is as entertaining of a year as I, I can even remember. And it's not like I've been watching FEA forever, but I've been watching FEA for a long time. I went to high school at Appleton East. So and I'm a bas- I've been a basketball fan forever, so I've watched a lot of it. Not as in depth as I have watched it this year, but this has been as crazy, as entertaining, as much of a shit show, competitive, whatever you guys want to call, it, whatever label you want to put on the FEA, that's what it was this year. Absolutely amazing. But again, congratulations to Fond du Lac. So let's go back. Just let's let's take a little trip down memory lane and go back to previous podcasts where we started the year. I'm I'll 
I'll admit I was wrong. I was wrong with a bunch. I, I, I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, I remember, so I had, I had Oshkosh West 10 beginning of the season. I was right there. I had Fond du Lac nine. I moved Fond du Lac, I think from like six or seven to nine from the summer to the start of the season. And I, and I, I wrote down notes. I'd, I'd re-listened to the podcast and I wrote down notes and just said like, I was fully aware that I had no idea what I was getting into with Fond du Lac. I just, there was such an unknown. I did not know where to put them. And they just fell there because I had been really impressed with the young kids from Appleton North. I think Appleton West had a ton of talent. You know, Kimberly's always solid. Hortonville had a ton of returning guys. Nina's Nina got the best coach in the state, one of the best coaches in the state. Kakana impressed me in the summer. And Appleton East and Oshkosh North both had scholars. All had, you know, both those teams had multiple scholarship players. So there was a justification of why, why I put Fond du Lac 9. I was dead wrong. I mean, this team is this is a team. This this is a team that plays well together. Ta- I mean, they've got talent. I've said it. I'll say it again. Right? They don't have household names. They don't have names that people know all the time. They're not. They're not. All these guys aren't in the rankings that that Miller and Flood do. But they play hard. They're coached well. They shoot the ball really well, and they have the, in my opinion, the conference player of the year. And that's how they got. That's how they got one. But I had him. I had him at nine. Um, Appleton North. I had eight. Appleton West seven. Kimberly six. Hortonville five. Nina four. Three Kakana, two Appleton East, one Oshkosh North. Did you guys hear me when I said Nina four? I had Nina five in the summer. Let's go segue. Tweet response of the week. Tweet response of the week. Back in the summer, when I did my power rankings, I had Nina five. Now, again, I just said that I've had him four. In the summer, I had him five. When the season started, I put him four. Okay. I got a response back then. All right. That said, Nina dot, 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 five, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. Is this an article from The Onion? No. It was a fucking prediction slash ranking from The Unintentional. And I believe that I am right. Vindicated? Do I feel good? I love, if there's, if you do not know me, those of, that, of you that know me know this, I love being right. I love it. I love being right. I told you, Nina 5 or 4, they finish 4. So for anyone who thought, oh my God, Nina 5, you're crazy. Nina Ford? Come on. They're the sixth best team in the state. No, they're not. They're barely the fourth best team in the FEA. They finish one game ahead of Kukana. Kukana beat them twice. They finish two games ahead of Appleton East. Appleton East has had a disastrous year all season. This is a this was a jam-packed FEA. But they Nina gets this credibility because they had one state and they get ranked high to start the season. And if you just kind of looked at the team and what they lost and how everything was, the landscape of everything, you knew Nina was not going to be the top team in the FEA. Yes, they have one of the best coaches, but they are a very flawed team. They have little to no size, and don't even get me started on the flopping. And I'll get into it a little bit when we get into the power rankings. We'll get into a little bit more how they've been playing lately. But if you look at this team and you looked at the conference, it made sense for this team to finish fourth place, fifth place, which is where they did. So to the person that wrote me in the summer questioning if this was an article from The Onion, I told you so. And also, if you'd like to... uh, Send another response that says, you were right, I was wrong. I'd appreciate that too. And that is the tweet response of the week. Let's jump into the power rankings. Now, I'll be honest, I didn't move my power rankings. They, they stayed the same. They're up on the unintentional.com, updated records. But I, my power rankings stayed the same. But I just want to run through the power rankings again and just kind of say a couple things about a few of the teams. I don't want to go into an outlook on what's going to happen with these teams starting this weekend with the playoffs. Like I said, we got uh, the podcast live podcast tonight with Evan Flood doing the state basketball preview. So we're going to talk about that. We'll go into games, predictions, things like that. So I'm not going to talk about, about that. But Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac number one in the Paul Rankins. That's no surprise. They win the FEA. 
Kakana, I still have number two. I, I still think if 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 I'm picking games, I'm picking Kakana to beat anyone in the FEA aside from Fond du Lac. Kimberly, the, the hottest team going in the playoffs. Kimberly has won six games straight. Kimberly poised to make a run possibly in the playoffs until, unfortunately, they run into De Pere. Oshkosh North has won four of the last five. Have they have they finally figured it out? Have the role players finally had enough of a season, the entire season, to where they can be reliable and hit shots and carry this team possibly to a state uh, playoff game? Nina, I have Nina fifth. In the last month, this is what I'd be worried about if I was Nina. In the last month, Nina has gone four and three. Their four victories are over Oshkosh West twice, Hortonville, and Appleton West. I would be very worried if I was Nina going into this playoffs. Appleton North, the second hottest team in the FBA, most likely. They've won five of their last six. Their young kids are playing well. They're playing hard. They play great defense. They can they can shoot it. These kids aren't afraid of anyone. I could see Appleton North making some noise in the playoffs in what is a very, very easy sectional one. Appleton East 7, Appleton West 8, Hortonville 9, they have lost five straight. Hortonville has lost five straight games. They have 10 losses in the FEA, and they are the four seed in their sectional. And Evan and I will get into it tonight about this computerized system and where it's where the flaws are and things like that. And I think this Hortonville seed at four... Mm, little little high. Here's the thing. And, we, and I was on Twitter back and forth with some people about Nina and and, and uh, Hortonville, how Nina got the six, Hortonville got the four, and I think they'd be switched. My my opinion on this is, is if you would have given Nina the four and Hortonville got the six, I don't think anyone would have complained. And I'm not saying a bunch of people from Nina are complaining, but I don't think if Hortonville, if Hortonville got the six, I don't think there'd be, there'd be Hortonville fans or parents up in arms about how is Nina seated ahead of them. The, Hortonville's fourteen and ten. Nina's fourteen and ten. Nina's eleven and seven in the FEA. Hortonville's eight and ten in the FEA. And Nina beat them twice. So, and I under and I think Hortonville probably has better wins. They know they've got a win over Notre Dame. Uh, they've got a win over Fond du Lac. Nina doesn't have that. But I would also say that Hortonville has by far the worst losses. They lost to Oshkosh West. They lost to Appleton West. They lost to a. They just lost to Appleton East, who again did not have a great year. And the other thing too is that I, I had. I brought this up on on Twitter was that you know they beat him twice and you know they and there was someone that had commented that head to head doesn't matter and that's flaw flaw number fucking one. How do you have a computerized system where a head to head matchup does not play into the seating? It makes zero zero sense. But I don't think Hortonville should have gotten a four. I think I think those seats should be flipped. I think Nina should be the four. I think Hortonville should be the six. But we will see how it plays out. Playoffs start tomorrow night. Um, for some teams, and then obviously they all start Friday night for the rest of the team, so we're going to see how it plays out in all the sectionals going forward. And again, we'll do, we'll do the uh, predictions tonight with Evan Flood. I'm not going to take a time to do it here. We'll do it tonight in the live show. But to recap, power rankings, Fondalek, Kakana, Kimberly, Oshkosh North, Nina, Appleton North, Appleton East, Appleton West, Hortonville, and Oshkosh West. Just a few more things before we wrap up here. Uh, what, what we got coming for the podcast, obviously, like I said, we got the state preview tonight live on YouTube at 9 p.m. with Evan Flood. And then after that, I'll be doing podcasts through the state tournament until we crown a champion. And every week that there's high school basketball is still going on, I'll be doing I'll be doing a podcast. After the season, I've kicked this idea around for a while, and I think I want to go forward and do it. We'll see what we got for a response. I know I've got a couple lined up. I would like to do after the FA season. I want to do a players podcast. I want to have players on. I'm, I I want to limit it to the to seniors. 
I don't want to have any underclassmen on to start at least. We're gonna. I, I want to do the seniors first. So, class of twenty three kids, if you want to be on the podcast, I want to do a podcast. Coaches pod, any coaches, you know, FEA out of the FEA, the Milwaukee coaches, Madison area coaches, you want to be on the podcast. I want to have you on. Officials, I want to have officials on. I want to have some officials on this podcast. We talk about a lot of officials. We bad mouth. I bad mouth them a lot. I know a lot of people do. There's some bad, you know, there's, it's, it's reality. There's some bad officials out there, some bad calls. I would love to have officials on, talk about, you know, misunderstood rules, just talk about certain things. But after the season is done, when, when there's a state champion, the state and the playoffs are all over, I want to transition into podcasts with players, coaches, and officials. If you are a player, a class of 23 player, and you want to be in the podcast, I want you to send me a DM on Twitter. Okay, at Spread and Bread is the handle. Just send me a message on Twitter. Let me know that you want to be on the podcast. Coaches, I know I already have one lined up. Any other coaches you want to be on the podcast, send me a message on Twitter, at Spread and Bread. Officials, and I know some officials. I can probably reach out to them directly. Any officials that listen to the podcast, if you want to come on the podcast, hit me up on Twitter, at Spread and Bread. Send me a message. And let me say this, for everyone that's wondering how this podcast is going to sound with these players and coaches and officials. I'm not going to sit there and hammer on anyone. We will have an agenda. I will send you an agenda of questions and topics. Your player, if you want to look it over with your parents and you want to take some stuff out, take stuff out. We will not talk about anything that you do not want to talk about. This is going to be a joint, a joint podcast where we decide what the things that we want to talk about. Players, it's, it's, you're not going to get hammered with stuff. Okay, I'll give you every, every question before we talk about it. And Because let's be honest, right? These kids haven't – and I think this is a good exercise for some of these kids who maybe will be – in certain jobs down the road, they, they, you know, public speaking or whatever. This this might help them be able to converse with someone and answer questions and things like that. But I, but I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to answer a, ask you any questions that you will not know how to answer. You will be you will have you will have a way to answer. You will be prepared. Coaches, maybe it'll be a little bit tougher. But I'm gonna the questions will be tougher. You know, I'll give you the questions. I'll tell you what I'm going to ask you so we can talk about it. That's the thing is I don't want to surprise anyone any of you guys because then the podcast doesn't flow. When Evan and I do podcasts. I send him the agenda. I send him a list of what we're talking about. I'm not just surprising him with stuff, and then we're we have this dead air. So we'll talk. All you guys will talk about. And officials, I'm not going to sit there and hammer on you and point out all these calls that you made bad. If you made bad calls in a specific game, and why did you make that call? You're an idiot. That's not happening. I, I just I want to have I want to continue this podcast about basketball, and I think it'd be really fun to have some players from around the state. And this again, players from around the state, not just FEA. This goes for any any player in the state. Uh, coaches too. I think it'd be fun to talk to players about the season, you know, the past season, about their future plans. You know, coaches will get into more strategy, you know, things like that. And officials will, you know, again, we'll talk about, we'll talk about the stuff that you want to talk. We'll talk about parents. We'll talk about how awful parents can be. We'll tell stories. It'd be a podcast to tell stories. So that's what I want to do. I want to transition to players, coaches, and officials podcast after the season is done with. So anyone who is interested in getting on the podcast and I'll have to figure out how, how, in order of what people get to go on and what time, whatever. And I, I can do it more than once a week. We don't have to do this one podcast. I could do one player, one coach, and one official a week. It doesn't matter. It's all what time permits. But send me a message on Twitter, at Spread and Bread, and I'll start compiling a list of people that we can get on the podcast to continue a, a, a basketball podcast year-round. And hopefully, hopefully what happens is it just takes us into the summer, and then we just start talking about AAU, and then all of a sudden, there you know, FEA season's around the corner for next year. So send me a message at Spread and Bread if you want to be on the podcast, all players, coaches, and officials. As always, I want to thank everyone for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Small story. So last night, 
Caden plays in, a, in CYO. It's this church, Christian youth organization. It's like a church league. So it's a lot of kids that don't, that aren't good enough to play varsity or don't want to play varsity. A lot of them around, from around the area, Kimberly Kakana, Wrightstown, Little Shoot, uh, Xavier, I think, has a, has a team. They play in this, in what's called the CYO. And it's it's great. It's It's competitive and it's playoff time. And last night we lost in the semifinal game in a uh, to a Kukana team. So as we're going through the so I'm an assistant coach, me and my buddy coach a team and you know it's it's not like a ton of coaching but you know there's some involved. You usually have the kids go and play and, and they have fun. As we're going through the handshake line with this Kukana team, I get to the end and there's a kid shakes my hand and says, "Love the podcast." That made my night. Thank you very much kid in the handshake line that said, love your podcast. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you mentioning it to me. We had lost. I, was, I wasn't I was pissed off about it, but I'm competitive and I don't like losing. And we lost. And I thought we could have gotten to the championship. We didn't. But that made my night. So I I want to make sure that I'm always showing my gratitude and, and, and thanking all of you listeners out there that tune into the podcast every week. Make it part of your day. I, I, I greatly, greatly appreciate it, and, I, and I, I can't thank you guys enough for listening. It means a lot. So thank you, Kid in the Handshake Line. Thank you, everyone else who reaches out on Twitter, like I've said before. I, I have good or bad comments. I don't care. Like, uh, you know, I, we, I've had the back and forth with the Hortonville dad on Twitter. I, I appreciate him saying, you know, I'm, I'm contrary to what you think, if I'm your adversary, I, I like the podcast. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I have no problem going back and forth on Twitter. No problem at all. If, if I believe in a point, I'll make my point. person can make their point back. There's nothing wrong with that. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for following me on Twitter. Again, Evan Flood tonight live on YouTube, 9 p.m. You'll be able to ask questions. There'll be a chat box. You can ask anything you want. But tune in tonight. We'll be breaking down the playoffs in uh, the state of Wisconsin, all divisions. We'll probably be focused on divisions one and two most. It's just the way we do it. But tune in, 9 p.m. tonight. Everyone have a wonderful week. Enjoy playoff basketball. This has been Over and Back.